Check one, two, check one, two, Miami on the rocks. Casey Chops, make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the rocks. Follow us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, got the homie Brianna in here. How are you? Good, how are you? You good? I don't want the mic covering your face though. Let's just put it underneath. Um, yo, so I wanted to have you on. Um, you're a career woman, you know, you get to the money, you're a hustler. And we had a little exchange on Instagram yeah. about, I forgot what you posted, but you posted- I posted um, that um, your spouse is the most important business partner that you could have. Yes, no, 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 you're, you're, you're changing it. Cause I, I posted it <laughs> and I said, it said your wife, it was like men. My father told me that your wife is the most important business partner that right. you and can have. And then you posted the same thing and then you did, you know, your woman empowerment and vice versa, you know? <laughs> and then I, I had to reply. I was like, that's, I think that's false in my opinion, you know? Uh -huh. And you were like, why do you think that is? And then I'm like, damn, here we go. And then I got to like type in a whole paragraph and shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to have you on. I'm like, yo, we need to just discuss this in person. But Brianna, for the people that don't know, you know, you're from Miami, right? Yeah, born and raised. Okay, born and raised in Miami and you're an insurance broker, correct? Yeah, well, kind of. Insurance, a broker would mean that I'm not captive. I'm, I'm a captive agent to care. Okay. Are you which was recently bought by healthcare got you so you're very like you're what's your exact like position is like i'm called the satellite sales leader or satellite division so um what that means by definition is that technically i opened my own office mm -hmm. it's taken me a little while to get here so we started in my living room like mm -hmm. we were talking about um and i was just a field training agent for quite a while mm -hmm. my office was only recognized as an official office about Full, no, it's been more than that. I keep saying four months. It's been like six months now after like three years in the game, which is a really big deal, which means mm -hmm. like we have rights to open up offices in so my So explain that. You started from like your house. Like what does that mean? Yeah. Like I'm used to people saying like I started a studio from my house. I'm not like an insurance office from the house. Yeah. is wild to me. Like explain how that goes. So like you basically, you work for that insurance company, but you kind of like have your independence in a way and you could just build your own team well, and just kind of- so you run your own business with our company. You're a captive agent to the company, but you're a 1099 individual. So it's your business that you're running at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. We work really hard. So typically we don't take anybody on that works remotely because there's a common misconception about working from home. You know, working from home is really difficult. It's not easy to do that, yeah. especially with everything that we do and how much knowledge there is to acquire. It's almost impossible to learn everything from home. Mm -hmm. um, I had it lucky so me and a bunch of friends of mine moved to Orlando straight out of high school mm -hmm. and um my really good friend Seth uh his name is Seth Dorn I'm a part of Dorn region now he got into this company in the Orlando office when it was the size smaller than the size of my office now and I watched it blow up. And when I was 19, I was kind of a part of him blowing it up. And he wanted me to get into it back then. But I was dead set on school. And I'm um, a daddy's girl. And mm -hmm. he's old school. And he was dead set on my education, too. Mm -hmm. I got a full ride scholarship to UM. So I moved from Orlando to UM to finish my education there. And only because I was his friend, they kind of allowed me to work remotely for the company. So well, what were you studying in school? Like, where was your mind at at the ooh, time? Like, um, I got a bachelor's complete opposite. <laughs> you guess psychology? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I got two. I got two, though. Okay, okay, okay. I got a bachelor's in psychology and another one in communication studies on a public advocacy pre-law track. And I was dead set on going to law school, like dead set. I was going to be a mediator for divorces and estates coming from my history. You know, my parents had a really bad divorce and that's how it impacted me. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. to help people settle that through mediation, which is a more peaceful way of Mm. dealing with the divorce. But I know so many friends who are doing insurance and building good residual income. And I'm obsessed with the concept of residual income, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that the work I'm putting in, especially with Inside as hard as it, I yeah. work. Yeah, it's not just going to pay me this week, but it's going to pay me in the years to come. Mm. So it's like, let me take a year or two off. I've been in school like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Let me travel, which I did. I traveled the whole world, like a lot of places, not the whole world, but a lot of places. Real by quick, myself. favorite country. By yourself? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of traveling by myself. Wow. I contemplate that all the time. If I want to like go to like Europe, like make a... I've done Colombia by myself. I've done a lot of domestically by myself. But I'm like, damn, do I want to do like Europe by myself? Like, I did Europe by myself. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of people think like... So you might not be this type, but I'm the type that like... And some people will judge you and some people won't. But like I'm the type to... I'll go to the movies by myself. Oh, me too. I'll eat by myself. It's the most peaceful thing in the world, you know? Like, I went to San Fran by myself, so you're that, right? Like, you're... you're yeah. It's scary. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Like, something scary kind of thrills me. You know, like, growth happens outside mm-hmm. of your comfort zone. For sure. So, the first time I went, I was freaking out. I wanted to, like, go back on it. I was calling my dad, like, Daddy, are you sure you can't meet me up, please? And the thing is, I travel for free because my dad was a commercial airlines pilot. Right. And I would fund my trips typically through insurance. So, like, I would just sell on the side, wow. make a bunch of money, like, go on a trip. Um, but I didn't have other friends that could also, like, keep up with that. You know, usually mm-hmm. I was flying first class Delta, but for free because of my dad. Mm-hmm. So, um, I... If I was like, I either go alone or I don't go at all. So I'd go alone. Italy was my favorite place that I've seen. The Amalfi Coast and Pompeii specifically. Like people, Rome is awesome. There's so much history there. Right. But I think there's nothing cooler historically that I've seen than Pompeii. Mm-hmm. Like an entire city just buried in ash over 2,000 mm-hmm. years ago. It's it's wild. And like how progressive they were at that day and age. It's insane. It's crazy. You have to go to. But what did you do? I mean, I definitely want to do like the a Mediterranean coast vibe. Like that's on my list. What is um, like you just did like like the backpack thing in Europe and like left for like how long and just I, bounced around. So I only believe in a carry on because I'm my dad's daughter. So if I check a bag, he like would smack yeah. me across the face. Not really, but yeah, like yeah. like no, we don't do that. We don't yeah, check checking bags. Checking bag isn't whack. <laughs> yeah, so I only carry on. So I just went with a carry on. What was cool is I went to Ireland. And I was supposed to go there for a week. Mm-hmm. And um, I have family in Ireland that I had never met and that my dad was disconnected with as well. So my Aunt Mo, this mm-hmm. sounds everybody, every time I see that, they're like, oh, you're so white. But my Aunt Mo, mm-hmm. <laughs> she emailed um, a bunch of family members, uh, like eight different family members to be exact, and mm-hmm. said, Brianna Matheson, daughter of Brian Matheson, son of oh, the damn. Lions, Lions, uh, who used to live in Skahard because they would name their estates back then, uh, is coming to Ireland. She would like to meet you if you're willing to take wow. her, like meet up with her, take her into your home. And you know, people send emails like that, and 
I just didn't expect anybody to respond, but all eight family members responded and invited me into their home. So it was supposed to be like a week, two week trip, ended up being like a month and a half, almost two months. So you basically pulled up like they're your family, but they're like strangers. But I just... felt more acquainted with them than I've felt with family oh, wow. that I've grown up with here my whole life. Like I like wow. realized like this is why I am the way that I am. Like I'm very... Like you saw yourself in them. Yeah. Oh, like I'm very nerdy for sure, but like I, I don't know. They they were so I don't know. They're very dirty senses of humor, yet like mm -hmm. very like proper and like mm -hmm. classy. But like they'll curse, but then they'll apologize for it. Like I don't know. I'm like a walking contradiction. I feel sometimes, yeah. mm -hmm. but like so so were they, and just their culture was just such a good balance of like work and life, and more than anything, they're so educated on everything that's going on everywhere in the world. Probably yeah. So that to me was the wildest thing like we yeah. we barely know about everything that's going we're on in our in bubble we're, we're yeah, such yeah, in yeah. a bubble here like yeah. it's crazy it's insane and they know like just how educated they are about ireland they're educated about turkey they're educated about everywhere right everywhere and they know more about the united states than i know about the, the united states yeah. which is sad not because i don't want to but because our media I mean, what was so their filtered. perception on the united states i feel like a lot of people don't like us no but oh, i don't no, no, that's the correct person. Right, 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 right. That a lot of people don't. But I like that a lot of people don't sometimes because I like to like break that barrier, that opinion. Mm. You know, I like to be that American that meets a guy in an Uber and is really nice for a change. Right, right. Because they're just used to people being rude. Well, I think a lot of people don't like our government more than they don't like the people. You know what I'm saying? Because we like just like in everybody's sometimes. business and shit, you know? Yeah. But like yeah. sometimes like from... What I've the conversations that I've had with locals when I've traveled is like, oh, you know, Americans will get into the car and like they don't say hi and like they're so accustomed to like, hey, how are you? How was your day? Mm. Like that's just like a standard. You don't just get into an Uber and like sit on your phone. Yeah. Like somebody says like, how are you doing? And you're just like, good. And you think it's rude because they're trying to hit on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hit on you. They're just yeah. It's just well mannered to them. Wow. You know. So yeah. it's nice to like. It's like that in Colombia too. Yeah. Damn. Break so let's opinion. get back into the to the story. So you're um you're building the office from the house, and okay, what do you yeah. got like people like in like so in the I, living room and I shit took with laptops? Because I wanted to build enough residual income to have some money coming in while I was in law school. Mm -hmm. So my dad was a pilot, and you know pilots do well. Mm -hmm. um, but he never spoiled me. You know, like if I wanted a watch, I always give this example because this is him to the T and this is a true story. Mm -hmm. I wanted a watch once and my dad took me to Kmart and like bought me like a $7 watch. And I was like, dad, this is hideous. I'm never going to mm -hmm. wear this. And he was like, what does a watch do? I'm like, a watch tells time. He's like, does that tell time? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, I'm always going to give you what you need. Anything you want, you have to work for. Mm. So he'd make me go home, clean the tires, change the tires, clean the house. So I got right. like into hustling at a young age. Ooh, so he instilled that. Now it's making sense. Keep yeah. going. So uh, if I was going to go to law school, I didn't want him to fund me while I was in law school. So I was like, let me make enough residual income. So I have like three, four, five K coming in every single month while I'm in law school. Mm -hmm. And in that year, I realized I'm going to make more money doing insurance than I'm ever going to make yeah. as a lawyer. And I started to do really well. And then I had um, a friend, his name is Manny. He wanted to get on board. He did. Then he brought in my friend Nelson, who's like my boy from when I was 14. Mm -hmm. He still works with me to this day. He brought in a bunch of friends. Before we knew it, my living room was packed. Then I moved into um, 
I don't know if I should say my building, but I moved into yeah, yeah, the building yeah. that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. And my bi- we were flooding my business conference center. So you're not supposed to book. Damn, um, you were running an operation out of the, <laughs> yeah. out of the, the business. <laughs> I almost got, I almost like, they almost like kicked me out of the oh, building basically because I was abusing the amenities. Yeah. So you're not supposed to book the rooms for more than two to four hours at a time. But the front desk people love me because like I'm nice for a change. You know, like I bring them food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the case may be. So they're like, Brie, we got your back. So they'd book it from eight to eight. I'd be in that room room with a bunch of people before we knew it I had like people sitting on the floor so um and before that or around the same time me Nelson and another boy of ours his name is Sebastian he actually opened up his own office too um we were paying for our own office in Doral and this isn't how the company usually does things right so I don't even know how compliant all of this is right. of me to say I mean did they know you had every like the company know like you had your like people on the living room floor and shit like getting to it like- I don't even think they like really like paid attention yeah yeah they just care about the results coming in exactly and like usually this company has so much money that like if they're usually going to go to a city they're like a lot of the times the people above they'll buy out a whole building and Mm -hmm. then they'll rent out just like a few floors to us and then rent out the rest of the floors to like other companies and make more profit that way like so it's not it's like very unheard of for like people to be in like a living room or in like a workspace but just whatever we were doing our thing we weren't bothering anybody and i didn't necessarily mind it because we didn't have to follow corporate rules you yeah. know like i got I to seen, have my basketball hoop in my the, office yeah if you look at brianna's like like ig like she's in the office but she's like slinging yeezys to people <laughs> she's having like basketball games and shit throwing paper balls at each other like <laughs> You were like ahead of your time as far as like like killing that corporate ambiance because yeah. that shit is like a like a cancer to yeah. like pe- like to millennials that want to like yeah. really work. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's funny because I got ridiculed for a lot of that. Like, hey, like you're having more fun than you're working. I was like, okay, but like look at our results. You know, our team right. was like a quarter, if not a sixth or an eighth of the size of a lot of these teams out there. Yet we were putting up the same numbers. And then eventually, people started calling me like, "What are you doing? Like, are you running extra trainings? Like." What are you doing that's making your office produce so much more? I'm like, I swear to God, it's just the culture of yeah. like people want to be here. Like we want to be around each other from eight in the morning until 10 p.m. Right. Like, if you're with if you're 1099 and I'm not paying you to show up to work, how am I gonna encourage you to show up to a place that you don't want to be at? Right. It's impossible. The only way that you could get that in most offices is because you're gonna pay that person hourly. Right. I don't pay anybody hourly. You're 1099, it's your business that you're running. Right. So how can I encourage you to want to run that business? It has to be a place you want to show up to right. there has to be breakfast waiting there has to be a yeezy that you might win at yeah. the end of the week yeah, there has to be crazy. a basketball game that we could play for some cash but you're never gonna beat me yeah. like, there has to be like some sort of like challenge or competition and some white claws in the evening yeah you know? so we didn't have to follow those corporate rules so it was cool and then eventually like a lot of the other offices started following our lead which is awesome that's so important for our generation because like it's hard like economically times are harder it's harder than it was for our parents you know what i'm saying like way especially in miami bro what is it like the the you know the wages the the cost of living is like the most expensive you know so people are not there's a shortage of people that want to work like that's a known fact but the reason that is is because if you're not going to pay us what we give us our freedom to like just get, get let us get the work done and you know which is you know i guess one of the things that you know from the pandemic birth like the whole working remote thing but i'm kind of different that because like now like all the new yorkers can work from remote and they're just moving down here like working by the pool on their laptop which is like mm-hmm. oversaturating the city which is whatever but but yeah so that's dope that yeah every time i go on your ig you're like giving away yeezys you're doing basketball competitions and shit like how many 
And you have your, where's your office at now? I mean, the Gables. Gotcha. Yeah, I love the Gables because it's like very centrally located for all of our Kendall people and all of our like Brickle, Edgewater right. people. Because a lot of the people that I've hired are my friends that I grew up in Kendall with. Wow. Yeah. And okay, so what, um, like, is it like a traditional, like nine to five, you got to be here? Or you just tell them, like, get your work done and do what you do, like your freedom, you know, like. Nine to five, you wouldn't really make money, to be honest. Like, we, we work eight, our non-negotiable hours, but you say non-negotiable, and it just sounds like a contradiction because you're to 99 at the end of the day. So I right. tell everybody, I'm not your boss, I'm your partner. Like right. If you show up, I'm here to show up for you. You you give it your all, I'm going to give you my all, but if you give it nothing, like, what can I do about it? You know, you could bring a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. Facts. Like, you need to want it as bad as I want it for you. Like, I can't want you to make money more than you want to make money. Right. Um, but our non-negotiable hours, which just means I'd positively reinforce you with lead money is from eight to 12 with a grace period of eight to eight 30, which is really nice. Most offices don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then four to 8 PM minimum, but then we encourage you to, you have to do some sort of extra investment with hours between the afternoon well, and staying past eight. And if you do that and hit your requirements for like calls and stuff like that, I give you $200 a week in lead money, which you can then turn into like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand if you wanted to. Oh, damn. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, that's super unorthodox. Like that's yeah. not, you don't, first of all, for, there's probably people listening like, yo, I want to work for her. <laughs> like, are you like accepting applications or like you're like. It's so it's, we were just, like I was saying, we were just recognized as an official office a few months ago. Um, and since then, we have like over the queue, like the, the max holds, so I was told, is 200 company resumes. And we hit queue within like a week. I haven't accepted or touched any of those resumes because I... I think my office is so special because it's only been organic growth. Like mm -hmm. we again, we've we're completely different from every other office because no other office started in somebody's living room. It's such a corporate company, so like it that that never happens. It's just the way that things played out, right? right. Um, and I'm very protective of that culture. Mm. I think once you kind of go corporate, it becomes more about the money and like the numbers. Yeah, it kills culture. Yeah. Corporate kills and culture. And mind you, my people make money. Like if anything, my office is known to make more money than like like per agent than right. most of the offices out there. Like I prioritize that. Like if my guys aren't making money, then what the fuck am I doing? Right, right. You know? Um, but I think that we make money because like we deserve money, if that makes sense, because we're good people. Like, we, we do things the right way. Like, right. we always do what's right by the client. We always do what's right by each other. A lot of our business comes from referrals because we actually help so many people out. Mm. Like, for example, like, with you. like My, my situation, with, yeah. Yeah, like, I even if I can't help you, like, you saw, like, I Right, I like, you were attentive, you. and it was genuine. It wasn't, like, yeah, it wasn't that corporate fake, like. Exactly. So, like, if yeah. you know somebody that, like, you care about, that you're, like, oh, like, I actually want to make sure you're taken care of. Like, let me send you to Brie because I know mm -hmm. she cares. That's how my whole office is. Like, everybody mm. is special. Everybody is, like, a human first. Like, we put, like, morals first. And for mm -hmm. that reason, I, I believe in God. Mm -hmm. I think that we're positively rewarded. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of company resumes waiting, but I'm, like, prioritizing the organic growth. So that's why I've been marketing Instagram a lot more and just mm. hitting up, like, my own personal network or my agent's networks, making them repost. And I have an interview wait list right now because I'm being, we have a limited number of desks and I'm being super picky about who we bring in. It's crazy. We just moved into this penthouse office January, the January 3rd, mm -hmm. and we're about to fill it up and then I don't know what wow. we're going to do. 
Yeah. Damn, congratulations. Thank so, you. okay, so you say you work 14 hour days, like you're a hustler. Yeah. So, what do you do for fun, though? <laughs> work <laughs> but, for real yeah, yeah but, but nah you gotta uh for real what do you do for fun like there's gotta be something you do outside of okay, work because nice i remember thing. i feel like i asked you like yo come out to the club you're like yo i'm not a club person i'm like all right that's cool you know i respect it so i'm just trying to figure out what you what do you do on your free time like, my schedule i work from usually i go to the gym i haven't been to the gym since may like i've been bad i was mm -hmm. I, I was working out at five in the morning for years i haven't since may i've been like off that rhythm but usually i wake up at 4 30 i go to the gym at 4 30 yeah I what i'm on i go to sleep at that time yeah, yeah oh no i have to be in bed like but i barely sleep to be honest so lately i haven't been doing this but I, either way when i was working out at five had to be done by six i got dogs got to attend to the dogs got to leave my house by 7 30 to be at the office at eight i don't break throughout the day um i just work straight through uh typically i stay until like nine or ten because i have some like new agents that are hustlers too mm -hmm. we, we sell in 33 different states in four different time zones so when it's 9 p.m in nevada it can be midnight for us right so if i have an, an agent that wants to take a call at 10 10 30 11 like i'm gonna be there right next to them like taking wow. a call with them or like just helping them or supporting them so i'll stay late with them i go home i am if I'm lucky, asleep by like 11.30, typically not. Wake up and do it all over again. I do that Monday through Friday. Saturdays have just gotten a little bit easier for me now that I've promoted up and I'm like the satellite leader of the office and I've mm -hmm. promoted um, essentially mini-me's. But I hate to say mini-me's because that right. makes them sound like belittled. These guys are like right. my equals. They're my partners. Those are my guys. But there are other people that alleviate the responsibility. Before it was like... 20 plus agents that were direct to me mm -hmm. now it's a bunch of agents that are direct to three different leaders so mm -hmm. the team was split into three and i'm my the only direct point of contact that i have is those three agents or those three leaders while everybody else is now direct to them so now things have gotten a little bit easier for me but i still go in on saturday in the past i'd work saturday like nine to like seven or eight oh. go home and then i'm tired you know, and then Sunday, uh, again, I'm out of my routine, but Sunday before I was going to church every single Sunday and mm -hmm. then it was like my laundry and like clean day. Mm -hmm. Now I, I got a, a somebody to help me clean every week. So that helps. Um, so I don't have to worry about like my laundry or my cleaning day. But Sundays, if I do anything, I do it on Sunday with my roommate, Natalie, who's also my best friend. She's like the only person that like I'm really close to that doesn't work with me. Right. You um, uh-huh. Damn. Do you, I mean, do you worry about like balance? Like, do you worry about like, you know, I mean, you want to enjoy life, right? You want to like, yeah. you got to find things to do outside I of. I just find so much purpose in what I'm doing, to be honest. Like, and I've already traveled the world. Like, you're not talking to somebody that's like never lived. Right. You know? Like, right. I've done a lot in like my short amount of time. Right. I've seen a lot. And I just find so much purpose in the fact that like I'm helping other people find a purpose. Right. That it just, like, it keeps me going. Wow. Of course, I worry like about balance one day, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm very in tune with God and like right. what I should be doing right now. And I feel right. like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Gotcha. There's going to come a time where I want to be a mom and I want to have kids. And what's awesome is I'm building so much residual income that like if mm -hmm. that time comes, I could retire. You're when setting I'm up the, yeah. yeah. How, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? 27. 27. Okay. Yeah, because this is like a good relevant topic. Um a lot of people are talking about it. It goes back to that um that meme that that we talked about and it's just like 
you know, do you think that like being that, you know, you're so work driven and, you know, working 14 hours a day, like, do you think you're compromising other things like in your life? Do you think that you're going to come to a point where like, hmm, maybe this is what matters now. Maybe I should focus on this and not so much my job. You know what I mean? Like, is there? Yeah, I think it's sacrificing now to be able to enjoy that later. Got you. Because like, let me put it this way. And like, I hate to like talk so blatantly about numbers, but in Mm -hmm. three years of doing this full time, I'm only 27 years old. I can walk away right now and I'm still going to make basically half a million dollars a year off Mm -hmm. residual income that I've built up. So I could quit. I could have a baby and I can travel the world. And I still have that coming in. My goal is to get that in like the several seven figures Mm -hmm. and then... But I say that, but then once I'm there, I'm going to want it to be more and more and more because that's just how I am. Right. But I don't know. I think I'm sacrificing now to be able to, because I want to be a mom so bad one day, which you might not think with the way that I work, but like I I can't wait to have, I always call him Brian Jr. because my dad's Brian. I can't wait to have a little baby Brian Jr. Well, I think that, (laughs) no, I'm on the same page as you, you know, and I think that, you know, I'm a, you know. I'm traditional in a sense where like I'd like a traditional relationship and would be because because yeah. I think I told you like, you know, as women get older and as they make more money, their selection of men that they could date oh, goes 100%. down, you know, because you won't. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming you won't you don't want to date down. You know what I'm saying? Let's say I don't mind. actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't mind. Have you have you had that dynamic before in a relationship like where you where you're making, you know, double your man and. In my last relationship, um, I'd say he was just as much of a hustler as I am. I'd say we were about even. Um, but I, I think that we both know is like getting to a place where like I was, I might or may not make more than he was. Mm-hmm. It didn't really matter to me, and I don't really know if it mattered to him. What mattered to me more so was that we supported each other's hustle. Mm. And like I, my agents and my leaders tell me all the time, like the likelihood of you finding a man that's going to make as much money as you are, you know, is slim to none unless you date within the company, which I don't want to do. Right. Um, and I'm okay with that as long as right. you support me and my hustle. Right. You know, like I, I don't really care how much money you make. I think right. that's... Well, I mean, if you make if you make 200000 and your man makes 50000 you're going to want to help him to eventually make 200000 like you. Or you can help me with one of my business ventures. Like, let's say, for example, something I want to get into, I want to start buying yachts and chartering it. And mm-hmm. I don't want to run it. I don't have the time. I also want to mm-hmm. buy like a few investment properties and Airbnb in it. Airbnb it. I don't want to run it. I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. If you're my man and you want to like be a part of what I'm doing or what I'm earning, be the property manager for the Airbnb. Help me run the chartering and just like get the captain, make sure things are clean, like oversee all of it. I'd trip you off on the profit or we could split the profit and like, mm-hmm. you know, we it takes money to make money and we right, can make right. money together. Like it doesn't right. just have to be like my thing or my venture or my hustle. Like you could be on, in on it too. Right. If you're recruiting for me or networking for me or help representing me, you know, you bring in an agent that brings in another five or six or seven agents. You just built me a team. Right. Like, as long as you're supporting me, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Cause usually, you know, the consensus is that like women are not going to date down, you know, and then a man who make, if, if the scenario was opposite and a man makes 200,000 and his girl makes 50,000, he's not really caring about his girl's money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much she's making, you know? And it just sucks because as women get older, you know, you, you, and you make more money, you're, 
the eligible men that you could date is drastically cut down because you know you're making more money than him and the men that are as you get older the men that you can date then i'm not speaking for everybody right but the, yeah, yeah. the consensus is like a man is going to want to date someone younger you know what i'm saying like so it's just like i talk to women all the time and and i'm at this in a situation where i'm like damn i don't know if i really want because my life is hectic it's crazy it's stressful and it's pressure and i love what i do you know what i mean and i make a lot of money but i think to myself like do i want a woman who's has that same life as me, the hectic life, or do I want a woman who can just be my peace, you know, and she'll be good. And then like her yeah. job, like, you know, take care of me and I'll take care of us. You know what I'm saying? So I think about that all the time. Like if, if, you know, what I should be chasing, but I'm super traditional because like, you know, I watched my mom bring in the money and she was like the hustler and shit, but she was always stressing it. And then my dad kind of like, you know, took advantage, not took, I mean, yeah, took advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? And didn't really, you know, good dad, but you know, it was my mom was the one hustling and my grandma was the one that's like, you need to be the, the man is the provider. So like my grandma really instilled like that traditional like spirit in me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like women. I don't like seeing, I think pressure is for shoulders, not hips. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like seeing women like busting their ass stressed. I yeah. don't think that's a woman's natural state. You know what I'm saying? To be and I'm going to sound super old school or traditional, no, whatever, I, but you know what I mean? I to be like stressing yeah. amongst like a bunch of men and, you know, these men, like you said, these men, they, they, they you know, they're lusty. They want to smash. And it's just like a man who's with you and has his own doesn't, you know, typically doesn't want to deal with all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's and an that's, interesting. that's the problem is that most men don't like, I know that a lot of men are intimidated by like how much I work or how much money I make, which is it becomes like an ego thing, you know, which is, mm -hmm. I'm not even like looking for any of that right now. To right. me, it's more so about, cause I am very like nurturing and I know mm -hmm. that I, I, people look at me and they always say, oh, Brianna, you're going to be, go ahead. Right. Well, they exactly. They say, you know, men typically care about things and women yeah. typically care about people. Yeah. So, which is why you see a lot of men, they're engineers, you know, yeah. pilots, you know, things like that. And then women are you know, nurses and, yeah. and but what you do falls into that category. You're, exactly. you're you're nurturing people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you still get that nurturing spirit. Exactly. That feminine nurturing spirit off, you know? So I'm very much so like a woman in that like, and I was raised traditional. So my mom is Arabic, like mm -hmm. Lebanese, like very, very old school traditional. My Both my parents are older. So I'm 27, but my dad is 72. Mm -hmm. I want to say my mom is like 68. How many siblings do you have? One. Mm -hmm. And he's five years older than me. So I, I was raised very, very traditional. I never thought that I'd be in like the position that a men are doing what I'm doing, but I think I'm solely in this position given the circumstances and given like our start mm -hmm. because I care so much about mm -hmm. the people. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, it's not that I'm, it's not the job. It's not the money. It's not the hustle. It's not any of that. Genuinely All of that is a bonus. You do. And I love the people that I work with. Like, I right. love them. Asking me to walk away from that, which somebody has before, mm -hmm. is asking Really? Me, yeah. Is asking me to walk away from Mari. Your passion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no, the people. Like, there's there's mm -hmm. a girl who works for me. Her name is Mariana. Like, you, she's all over my Instagram. I always call her my angel. She's literally an angel. Like, mm -hmm. she started working for me right when COVID hit. And she was in hospitality previously. Like, asking mm -hmm. me to walk away from my job is asking me to walk away from her right. when she's just getting started. Mm. Asking me to walk away from my job is asking me to walk away from Nelson, who started with me. I've known him since I was 14. We started this right. in my living room. Uh, asking me to walk away from Jeff, who is literally, like, my brother. There's no 
nobody that I know that's been through more in life than this guy, Jeffrey. Like, mm-hmm. he is, he's been through everything. He's mm-hmm. from Boston. Like, his story is insane. So you have emotional attachments with the people you work with, which yeah. is dope, you know? And I'm a part of their journey, a small part. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not everything. Like, I'm sure I could walk away and they'll still be fine. But, like, you can't ask me to walk away from them. Like, and right. I think anybody who really loves me will, like, see how much I really love them and mm. just want to love them too Mm. you know do you feel like you carry like because of your boss and because of the hours you work and you're a hustler and your career do you feel like you carry like a masculine energy that yeah so like an assertive masculine and i don't want to we are actually having this conversation the other day um how like i like if i've talked to guys how it almost like seems like i assume like an alpha role but if you really know me in the office i'm an alpha for sure you know that's my that's my title but i don't want to be like in my well, romantic I, life exactly so yeah cuz you there's no such thing as alpha women yeah. an alpha woman is just an alpha man with female parts like yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. and uh, you know i'm curious to know cuz you know cuz a lot of women what they've told me when i've talked to them and and you know they they have careers and they end up making more money than their man that enables the man to do less and they tend to fall into like a mom role with their man and you know and women don't like that at all you know what i'm saying yeah. they don't want to be mom to their to their man do you do you think you could flip that energy from masculine to feminine like at work back and forth oh like, 100% for sure yeah. Like, cause I, I'm a child. Like if you really know me, like at home, like I'm, I'm a child, like I want to be attended to at home because I attend to so many people at work, you know, like I can 100% separate the two. There's where the issue is Yeah. because a man who, who, who you want your man to be a hustler like you and, and you know, you want to be attended to, but he wants to be attended to. So you're both are stressed from work and. Both but y'all want to be attended to. Do it though. Like I think like that you can be on the same page. Attend to each other. Yeah, I've only yeah. had two relationships. So one was from when I was fifteen to twenty-one, but mm-hmm. like that started when I was a child. Right, I was like puppy love. Yeah, yeah. We're awesome to this day. You know, he played his part. And the other one, I was. It was like two years ago for like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And we, we were both hustlers. Mm-hmm. And I think that given like a different time or different circumstances, like I think that it, it could have been like that. Like he mm-hmm. did his thing. I did my thing. But we supported each other's thing. Mm-hmm. And then at home, we just, you know, wanted to attend to one another. Mm. And I think like, you know, circumstances happen, life happened. But like it wasn't a con like a conflict of like, egos right it was it was more yeah i'm just of the belief that like you know i believe in like dynamic opposition you know like you need like i mean would you agree that in today's you know with 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 this generation the men the women are becoming more like men and the men are becoming more like women yeah why do you think that is i don't know yeah i don't know if it's like uh i don't know i don't understand people in people's motive i don't know if it's more so just like a like it is a it like an economic thing, thing as well you know what i'm saying because you know like you almost need two incomes now most people right they need two incomes in the household to but i don't know i i kind of disagree with that so like you were talking about how things have gotten so economically like hard before too but i feel like if if you can think outside the box it's easier to make money nowadays than ever before that's a fact it, it's it's you just have to be. Well, I'm saying to the average American to to the, the household needs two incomes, which yeah. is why both people have to work. So that traditional, you know, yeah. the woman stays at home, the man works. Is is is. I think it's also just become like 
I think we we forget how how recent so many things have happened. You know, like women's rights, like that it really didn't happen that long ago right. if you think about it. Right. I think that we're going through like a transitioning period, if you will, with like generations as generations mm-hmm. go, where like women are getting fulfilled off of having these rights right. and their independence and like maybe feel like they got something to prove, you know, feminists right. are like more strong with their opinions now than ever before. I just feel like that's going to fit like the feminine, that's going to bite them in the ass when, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of, I mean, and this is a fact, like we're trending in that direction, but there's going to be a lot of lonely 40 year old women oh, with no kids that, that did everything society told them to do, focus on their career, and then they're going to have like, you know, late 30s, 40, like, damn, like, I'm not happy. I have all this money. I have all the material I ever wanted, but like... God, and that hits I, home because I do yeah. worry about that sometimes. You know, like, but then it's like, bit. yeah, like, and I, I try I try to tell my sister the same thing because my... I'm the same way. My sister <laughs> is a hustler too, you know, and I have to have these conversations with her because she makes a lot of money. She's a dope makeup artist and she makes a lot of money and... I have to explain that she's like, so what do you want me to do? Not work? Like, nah, no, no, I, I could never tell you to do that because you, you all do what you love. But don't think, like, be open to meeting men. Like, don't think that you could save that for later. You know what I'm saying? Because I think women think that they're beauty. Because I think we tell women, like, just be comfortable in your, like, everything, however you feel, feel amazing. Like, but the facts are that, like, women think their their beauty and their value is going to be, like, evergreen. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so I, I know think, it's not. Right. So I think that, you know, you know, I try to tell women, like, hustle, do what you do, but, like, be open to meeting people. You know what I'm saying? This new, yeah. there's, like, women are guarded now, you know, that they think, I mean, a lot of men are weirdos, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, just be open to it because you, your mind state might change and, 10 years and you're, you can't really do anything about it anymore because yeah. you're, you're 40, you know what I'm saying? And the men that you want to date, they're going to want to date, you know, the girl in her late 20s, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not caring about how much money she makes, you know? Yeah. So. I, I hope that doesn't happen to me. I do right. think about that sometimes. Um, I hope that's not the case. I just kind of have faith that like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do right now and that when the time is right. I think diverse, I think, you know, like how you diversify your stocks, how you diversify everything, you need to have like identity diversification as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I know friends that like, they're obsessed with DJing. All they care about is DJing. Me, I'm a DJ, but I also like to go you to the gym. I like to go to the gym. So when the, like something like a pandemic hits, like, and I can't DJ anymore, you didn't take my whole self away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like I have eggs in other baskets that I could anchor into. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, you know, that's the only thing is like, you, you, yeah. Do you think I have all my eggs in one basket? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not assuming anything. Okay, no, I'm, I was yeah, yeah, a genuine yeah, question. Genuine. No, 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 no. I mean, if you work 14 hours a day and you say you don't do anything for fun, I'm, I mean, that's, I that would be do. a good assumption. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm saying like, and for me, I've always had like, for my career, I'm able to work five nights a week and make a lot of money, or I can decide to work two nights a week, pay my bills, but make the minimal, but I'll have nights for other things. You know what I'm saying? So my whole career, I've always been afraid to go all out and work five, six, seven nights a week, even though I've done it before, but I've never gone all the way in with it because I wanted to have time to build relationships and friends with people. And I'm going through this right now where it seems like the more I work and the more money I get, the lonelier I become. Yeah. And then if I want to fall back from work, I can do that. And then I could put time and not be as lonely, put stock into relationships and things of that nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so 
I think everything is about balance. Right. But it's also about like finding fulfillment. For example, this is really cool. Like, you know, like you're reaching mm-hmm. people through your podcast. Like be it like that a hundred people hate this conversation that we're having. Maybe mm-hmm. one or two get something from it and you've had some sort of impact. Mm-hmm. I think life is about like impact and purpose. And it's it if you know me. Everybody, like, the common, like, joke about Brianna is, like, if I say, like, oh, this restaurant is so good or that person is so awesome, like, oh, Brianna, you love everybody. Like, you love everything. And it's true. You're agreeable. You're agreeable. Well, I have a lot of love to give. Like, and I really do, like, for the most part, like, if I meet a human, like, and I think that you're awesome, like, I would do anything for you. Like, I'm a person that you could call. Okay, so have you ever had to fire anybody? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I could tell. You're, you're like, like, the thought of that, like, just, like... Uh, uh kind of yeah mm-hmm. the only time i've ever like really let somebody go is because they did somebody else really dirty so it's not even so much me like i'm not very protective of myself i'm very protective of the people around me mm. it's like when i won't fight back for me I'll, I'll fight back for somebody else right but like i i love love 100 percent. Right. but i don't think life is about love i really don't and i right. think that everybody thinks that life is about love but if that's true then you'd probably be born with somebody or like die right. with somebody you know we are born alone we do die alone right. as grim as it sounds it's the truth mm-hmm. i think that life is about purpose mm. right so you find what your purpose is be it whatever it may be and i think mm. that your purpose can change throughout your life for you know, sure like when you're a kid maybe your purpose was to just be the class clown but mm-hmm. then maybe later on your purpose is to be somebody who's serious that speaks on serious subjects i think your purpose can change mm-hmm. and i think that you need to find a love that helps you fulfill your purpose Mm. so you find somebody and i and i help you fulfill yours and vice versa Mm -hmm. you know and if no matter you can love a love and it can help you fulfill purpose for the time being but then there may come a time where that love starts to interfere with your purpose Mm. and if that's the case i feel like you, you gotta let it go yeah because at the end of the day, like if I die tomorrow, like, and, but I've been hooked on a guy for the last three years and my whole world has been him. Right. I'd be like kind of upset Purposely. in my last few moments that like I didn't spend the last three years having like a domino effect. And that's, that's right. all I care about is I know how small I am. And the more you travel, I think the more you realize how small you and your problems are. In reality, right. I'm like insignificant to this world. But if I could have a little domino effect on other people that could continue a domino effect mm. on other people, no one will know who started the domino effect. Right. But I know that like I had some sort of positive impact. Right. And that's what I care about. Like, if I were to die tomorrow, I just want to know that I accomplished some sort of like positivity, right? you know, not just that I was infatuated with like spending 24 hours a day with a man. Right. Well, I think your purpose is from your purpose is to nurture. Yeah. Right. Whether that's your career, whether that's, you know, a family one day. Well, I think and I think (laughs) here I go sending like the like the old school man again. But I think that's all woman's purpose is to nurture. I am very nurturing and I would love to nurture a man in a family someday as mm-hmm. well as nurture. Like, I just don't want it to stop right there. Right, right. You know, like I have a lot of nurturing to give. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah, you're on pace to like being like, you know, a millionaire and you built your company from the ground up. So you've nurtured that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, there's no way you could walk away. It's just, it's, it's just the dynamics of society make things complicated. 
yeah. you know what i mean like but people are having less here, kids it's not like that in other places which is why i'd love to live in ireland or really? somewhere else someday yeah yeah but then the women are not are the women is it more traditional you're saying like in ireland i'd say it's they're more traditional but they're also more open-minded that's what i love so much about ireland ireland is like you know like irish catholicism right but you mm -hmm. know ireland was the first country to legalize gay marriage like they are so traditional yet so not judgmental. Yeah, yeah, like I I don't know. I just they're they're different. I would love to move somewhere where what's beautiful about life is what's prioritized. Right. Every t everywhere you go in America, outside of America, when they speak on Americans, they say the right. same thing. They're like, "You Americans, you're stupid. Right. <laughs> you spend all week." working really hard nine to five or whatever the case may be and like i just kept my mouth shut about eight to ten to, to get like, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine to five. <laughs> whatever yeah. you get home and you're tired you like barely have time to like eat with like and actually be present in the moment right. of having like a meal with whoever it may be right. you go to sleep you do it all over again just to get to the weekend and be and to, exhausted what, buy a bigger tv like we're yeah. consumers here you know what i'm saying yeah. like to what to get a better car the yeah. bigger house not knowing that like family and relationships yeah. and those type of things are what's going to like fuel you, you yeah know and in other countries that's what they prioritize right and like i'm obviously i'm a hypocrite because like i'm like oh yeah you're right like let right. me prioritize we're like in the trap because we're the same we're the yeah. yeah you know we're in the trap it's like a simulation like we're yeah. just like stuck like yeah like when i when we lived in colombia it's like they work to spend time with their family to yeah. just be able to survive and spend time with their family yeah and then some i don't know like and that's the difference between politics aside like that's the difference between liberals and conservatives that liberals tend to want things to change and to evolve and conservatives tend to want things to stay the same and there's times when we need things to evolve and change and then there's times when we need things to like stay the same wait we need to hold on to this, this is a tradition this is good for society you know what i'm saying yeah so you can't just be well that's when people say i'm a liberal i'm a conservative it's impossible to be a conservative in all regards or a liberal in all regards you know what i'm saying like it's a mix of everything like some things we need to evolve and change and some things like you know but so that's what i hate about every great debate is that you have to be able to see the other side nuance know? is nuance yeah. yeah but a lot of people are not like that these days yeah yeah it's yeah the the, the divide is crazy and so you're saying you, you think relationships what is, are you saying like when you say not here like not miami specifically the city or just the country you're saying like do you think relationships are hard in miami I mean, you're not really out like that, you know? You're not really... Yeah, so you wouldn't really know, like... Um, no, I wouldn't really know. And everybody that... If I ever give somebody a chance, it's like somebody that I've known for a while or somebody that's been, like, chasing me for a while. Like, my last mm. boyfriend had a crush on me since high school and I never paid him mind. And oh, he shit. literally booked an appointment to buy insurance from me to, to get, like, get me to talk to him. Why? That's some dope <laughs> yeah. shit. No, yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, you support yeah. me and my business. You so, see, that's how it started. Right. And then I was very nurturing in return, supported him. But um, I, I don't... I'm not really out like that. I'd say Miami is difficult, but I don't want to say it's just Miami. I would say it's the American culture, in right. my opinion. Like nothing against. Were you ever America. out like that? Like, cause you grew up in Miami, right? You grew up in Kendall, yeah. so like. Oh, I say have my phases. You know, if anything, right. I'd say lately is like like me going out on Sundays or like once like a day of the weekend, mm -hmm. like just one time of the week. That's mm -hmm. a big deal for me, and I've been mm -hmm. doing that for like my 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 best friend since I was like young. Mm -hmm. Moved just moved into my apartment, and mm -hmm. like I've been I've been trying to get this girl to live with me forever. Mm -hmm. So like we've been having fun together, and it's like 
nothing crazy, but I that this has been like a phase for me that I know I'm about to get over, and then when I get over it, I just mm-hmm. my free time is like in my bed, and I how enjoy does, that. <laughs> how does it? Uh, how does a guy even like take you on a date? Like, what is what is like the ideal date for you? Like, how how would he approach you? I like fun. Like, you're I, busy. Are you one of those girls that's like, yeah, you know, um. February 17th, we no, can link if up. I, if like, I you commit know. to something and I want to make time for something, I'll right. do it. But I'm not a big, like, let's meet at a bar, or, like, go get dinner kind of person. I'm like, let's go to game time. <laughs> go where? To game time or game works or Dave and Buster's. Oh, like, let's play you. air hockey. Like, that's that's me and, like, my element. Like, just, like, being a child. Like, because I'm such, like, an adult sometimes, you know? Right. And even then, I'm, I'm talking shit. Because in the office, like, I'm playing Yeah, basketball. you're playing basketball like, <laughs> and, like, throwing Yeezys to people and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I want to, I don't know. So, I guess that's where I find balance is, like, when I can just, like, have fun and, like, live right. a little. Like, I'm dying to go to the Extreme Action Park. It's, like, anybody. Well, I don't know any me. of these things. Put me on. First of all, what's really? game time? What's Extreme Action Park? You know what game time is? No, I'm. My Bro, God. my mind is so warped from Miami nightlife. All I know is clubs and alcohol and shit. Like, I need to, like... Do you know air hockey, obviously? Yeah, okay. Game time has the best air hockey tables ever. Hold on. <laughs> you're putting me on right now, but... <laughs> when that puck, when that puck, when that puck hits, like, the, the side, it, like, the way that it dings, it, like, sounds like it's, oh, like... this is real really your ice. shit. I can see you're, like, passionate about it. <laughs> I love... What is this, like, arcade? Hockey. Yeah. So, it used to be, um... What was it called before? Gameworks? Oh, yeah. 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 And now it's game time. I guess it got bought. Yeah, what's the like, new shit you just said? Changed. Um, Extreme Action Park. So Extreme Action Park is a place I haven't been. I'm dying to go. So whoever invites me to Extreme Action Park, I'll do that. Fellas, you just got to take her like <laughs> to play skee ball or some shit and you're good to go. No <laughs> fancy dinner. No, none of that shit. No, no, no. And you got to challenge me because like I'm pretty good at these games. I'm not that masculine energy is going to come out and you're going to start talking shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, but I just, I just love because that's that was me and my dad. Yeah, I guess growing up, you know, like my yeah. dad just like, no, look, look at my this finger. You see how crooked this middle finger is? Yeah. What is that? I f- broke this finger playing basketball with my dad. He was my basketball coach. Oh shit. And like, mind you, like I, I was always like a girly girl. Like I wanted to paint my nails or like dance, but mm-hmm. like my dad wanted me to do what he wanted me to do, and I loved my dad. So like mm-hmm. I was willing to do it. And also I liked playing basketball, but more than anything, I just liked making him proud mm-hmm. and like having a reason to bond with him because he was gone like five, six days a week as a commercial airlines pilot. Mm-hmm. So when my dad was home. I wanted to do anything and everything with my dad. Mm-hmm. So we'd play basketball. I broke my finger one day in practice, and he, I, I was laughing like dying laughing because that's what he taught me to do he taught me not to like cry about those things so i'll cry about like a movie or like a story that you tell me or like i i'm emotional when it comes to like the like a commercial or like a homeless person or like a dog like when it comes to my life like i'm pretty tough about it because like that's how he taught me to be Mm -hmm. so um i got smacked in the face with a basketball like the coach knew i didn't want to be there so he was like you're breathing fast and he threw it at me and like i went to block it and it broke my finger and I knew immediately I broke it because I had jammed my finger so many times before. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is broken. And it was this, imagine how crooked it was back then. This is like 12 yeah. years ago and it was purple, immediately swollen. And I was like, okay, I got to go to the hospital. And he's like, no, you're going to finish the game. I was like, it's broken. Damn, so your dad raised you to be like, hold okay, I, it makes sense now. Like, yo. I was like, what do you mean finish the game? He was like, finish the game. I was like, okay. 
So they throw me the basketball and I'm like catching it and like shooting it. Like I'm making it a joke. Like yeah. this is a joke to you me. Yeah, your like, finger like hanging off the yeah. yeah. And he's mad. And I'm like, so are you good after? I'm like, okay, so are you, are you done? Are you going to take me to the to the hospital now? He's like, no. He takes me home. He hits scotch tape. And he tapes these three fingers together. Oh, wow. And he says, it'll straighten out. I'm like, okay. That's a G. <laughs> that, that he is. That's how he was raised. Yeah. It's like a week, two weeks later, I take it off. It's still super crooked. It's purple. I'm like, That's how men need to raise boys now. I feel yeah. like men are not raising boys. You got to raise your, your sons yeah. to be like hard. Like, you know, like that masculinity yeah. is like dying right now. Yeah. I said the other day, I'm like, I don't trust any man. I, I, I don't take advice from any man who can't do 20 push-ups. I'm over it. <laughs> For real, no, uh, that's no, just how I, I feel. I that's how I feel, bro. Because I just know this is mad estrogen coming from you, and your testosterone levels are low. And no, men I'm, are so emotional. They're sometimes. like women now, bro. They really are. They're like women. And that's my point: is I'm really not masculine at all. Like, if you know me, I'm not at all. And if you right. think that I am more masculine than you, I think that's a you problem. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just think we gotta stop. Problem. <laughs> In our society, everything is about and. This is more f from like the left political sphere, but everything is about feelings and like, how do you feel? You know, how do you feel right now? You know, instead of interfacing with reality, we interface, we, we teach everyone to interface with our feelings. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that. You, you, it's not going to help you get ahead in life no, because not. you're just like, you know, if you feel sad today, like. Like I, and I think people get so fixated on that, that they, you're right. They're out of touch with reality. So like, okay, no matter how much this hurt you, like. You woke up depressed today. Yeah. I feel you. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? But whether I wake up depressed or not, I what still have to. What are you going to do about it? I'm, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as a man and you know, yeah. this could be bold, but as a, as a man, be a man of duty. Get your shit yeah. done. Like, you know, do what you have to do and get it done. Oh, you woke up sad today? Get it done. You woke up happy stupid. today? Get it done. And emotions are always changing. So yeah. why are you going to lean into an emotion when you know this shit is going to change in 20 minutes or 30 minutes? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I have to tell my mom. These are the talks I have with my mom. Like, you know, like, why bug out and, and, and become the emotion when it's just going to change? It's energy, emotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but which is why sometimes I come off too hard and militant and and, and no, I when I speak you. to people because I have to compensate because everything is so emotional and, and coddling and like that. You know what I mean? Like But I think that you shouldn't compensate. I think that you should be who you are. And I think that everybody is entitled to feel or think whatever it is that they feel or think, right? Mm -hmm. And I think going back to what we were talking about before, maybe your purpose falls in line with your mentality. Right. You surround yourself with people that agree with your mentality. I think it's more about fixating on people that are going to value what I value, you right. know, I rather than I, changing who I am. I think like, you know, for example, you know, just an example, like you tell someone, you know, let's like society say we're telling people, yo, it's okay to, to, to be obese. Yeah. As long as you feel good about yourself, I can't get I can't get with that. You know what I mean? Like my my blood boils that we're lying to people, telling them, bro, do you know what diabetes is? Do you know what heart yeah. disease is? Do you know like I've been working like, since May, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, super beating myself yeah, but up I would, about it. I'm, no, no, but I I get what you're saying because I agree. Balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To be honest, and like not to like go too deep, like I went through something in May that like kind of threw me off my routine. So that's when I stopped going to church every Sunday. That's mm -hmm. when I stopped going to the gym in the morning. And I just fixated. Um, it, well, actually, I think 
I'm not going to say I fixated on work because I think that that was not I think. I know that was the first time I ever took a break from work too. Mm -hmm. But since then, I feel like work is like what got me through that. You know, like feeling like I have a purpose. Like I have, I have to keep going. Purpose. Okay, because some people use it as medication. Instead of like, instead of healing, they use whether it's work, whether it's travel, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, yeah. they use you they use it to medicate and ignore no i'm very much in tune with like what happened and like healing mm -hmm. like i'm very big on healing i have a bachelor's in psychology right <laughs> you know i'm big into that and more than anything i'm even though i haven't been going to church as much i'm big into god i'm big into praying i'm big mm -hmm. into like making sure spirituality that I'm okay. yeah right um but i gotta keep it moving you know, like I have people that are showing up to work that depend on me. Mm. I got I got a job I got to do. I got a life I got to live. Like I can't mm -hmm. just stop living my life because of whatever traumatic thing that yeah. may or may not have happened. You know, so now it's like also like getting back into, I, I think I've also been aware that like I'm a little bit extra tired and that may be some like underlying like depression that I'm like somewhat out of touch with. I think that's also why I've been like going out a little bit more, but mm. I'm very in tune with, what I need what, and in this yeah. moment I know that I needed to like socialize to have fun mm. to like be a little different maybe not because usually I'm so like like straight edge with my routine I wake mm -hmm. up at 4 30 I go to the gym like I'm all about being super fit about like doing this or doing that and lately I've, I I still do I still get my job done but like if I want to have fun on the weekend if right. I want to like skip a Saturday to like go out on a boat right. like I make sure things are taken care of but I'll do that right. when before I wouldn't Right. So it's been, to me, this the last few months have been balance. And mm -hmm. then now I feel myself getting back into the routine. I hit up my trainer actually this past weekend. It's Dope. like, we got to get started again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tell people all the time, like, if, if you're, like, you know, going through some mental health issue, whether it's anxiety, depression, we've all been there. I tell people all the time, like, you cannot get out of your mind by using your mind. You have to get out of your mind by using your body. You have to exercise. You have to move and get out in the sun, get out in nature. That's the only thing that's going to, you know, yeah. put your mind at ease again. People think that they can, like, talk to themselves to get out of depression, anxiety, or read to get out of any No, you have to use your body. That's the only thing that's going to calm your mind. You can't calm your mind with your mind. Well, that's you know scientifically I mean? proven. Right. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, to me, also living on the water. Like, mm. I find peace in the water. I find God in the water. I just, even though I'm barely in my apartment, my mm -hmm. view is, like, nothing but ocean. So, like, yeah. you could yeah. be, like, naked I just, on the balcony. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can see you. Like, it's yeah. just, like, complete, like, wow. ocean. So just waking up to, like, five minutes, like, in the morning when, like, the sun rises, like, mm. waking up to that and going to sleep to that and just, like, staring out into that and waking up staring into that. Like, that's that's all the like rejuvenation I need to like get going and before when I was going to the gym I'd come back from the gym and I'd walk my dogs along like the little boardwalk behind my building mm -hmm. and I'd sit on the little ledge and I'd watch the sunrise because I mm -hmm. say like right when the sun is rising like that's something about like your third eye I'm not into all of that but mm -hmm. I was just like cool if watching the run sun, it let's see what happens yeah. like, it was gonna rejuvenate me yeah. they're like it's better than a cup of coffee I was like I'll give it a try like if I, I go blind that. I go blind you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with coffee oh, I need, <laughs> me I need too. to look Matcha, sky issue. Like how many matcha? how many cups you drink a day we got a colada machine I, I said that's so white we got a colada mm. machine in my uh kitchen and they make it like a good four or five times a day and every time they bring one to me they bring me a double shot i could drink a whole cup straight of colada by myself right before bed and fall asleep that's what? like how high okay, my yeah. tolerance is yeah i need coffee to like start my day it's it's crazy yeah. um yeah. Shit. So, what is um? I mean, what's your biggest turnoff then? If you're if you're talking to a guy, 
that feminine energy for sure mm. i was actually just having that conversation recently to me like also being like very easily intimidated i think like having like that strong masculinity would mean that like you're not intimidated by like my confidence or mm. by what i do you know i just i don't really have like one specific turn off i just think mm -hmm. like be who you are and be confident right. with who you are. Be and able like, to do 20 push-ups, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be able to have a conversation. I guess that's a turn-off to me is yeah. lack of intelligence or, like, lack of conversation skills or communication skills. Like, I, I can't do that. Yeah. You have to be able to have, like, a, a conversation of substance with me. Like, know how to, like, word yourself and, like, have intelligence. Articulate. Yeah. So I have a question for you. You tell me what you think about this. A guy is dating two girls, right? Uh -huh. Maria and Brenda. Okay. He told Maria that there's Brenda, Okay. but told Brenda that she's the only one. Who does he love more? Maria. Okay. So you'd rather know an uncomfortable truth than a comforting lie. Oh, yeah. Okay. You respect me more. But some would say, like, he respects Brenda more because he's protecting her from, from hurt. From, you know, and I guess so. The, in some cultures, I forget which ones, but some cultures, the concept of deception doesn't apply if you're lying to protect the person. In my opinion, yeah. you're not loyal in both situations. Um, That's what I in, say. You don't love either of them. Yeah. But in one situation, you at least respect them enough to be honest. Like, neither mm. one is ideal. I don't think either one is love. But, like, you're not loyal in either one. But I'd rather be the person you respect enough to be honest to. Yeah. Than the person you don't think can handle it or whatever the case may be. Okay. Okay, I'm going to bring up some more. Uh, let's do a little two-minute drill. Let's see. I'm going to just ask you quick rapid-fire questions. Okay. And do, 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 red wine or white wine? White. Uh, would you rather have the video game boyfriend or the club boyfriend? Oh, God. The club boyfriend. Oh, damn, it sounds like you had the video game Call of Duty boyfriend before. I just, to me, like, I don't know. that That's a turn off, I think. Like, yeah. at, at least, like, in too much, you know? Like, I think that when you're doing it, like, socially to, like, chat with your friends or whatever the case yeah. may be. But I know guys that, like, like my boys, like, that they just, for, like, 12, 13 hours a day, they stay up all night, like, Jesus. just playing video games. It was more so at UM, like, a lot of the athletes. I thank God every day that God made me trash at video games. Like, I'm so <laughs> bad at video games, I don't even play. Like, yo, if I play, I do it for the reason of, like, social, like, they don't yeah, even know, yeah, but you guys are my fun. therapy right now. Like, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. talk shit. I'm dying, I'm terrible, I'm, yeah. I'm killing the team, but, bro, like, you don't understand. You're, <laughs> like, you're cool. keeping this me, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, tequila or Henny? Shower or bath? See, baths are addicting to me. So, like, I try to avoid them. Because, like, it's like once I take one bath one night, I'm like, wow, that's really relaxing. I take a yeah. bath, like, every single night for, like, two, three weeks straight. And I notice I'm, like, losing an hour and a half of time, like, in the bath late at night when I don't Damn, have, an like, hour-long bath? That's oh my wild. God, like, boiling hot water. Like, I will cook You women are crazy. You guys, like, <laughs> like bathe with lava. This shit yeah. is wild. So, showers lately. Just I'm on showers. my jacuzzi. You got a jacuzzi in your building? Um... Yeah, down. I've never, I've never. That's not true. That's my I favorite amenity. Once I never use my amenities. I need that shit in my life. Um, Ashanti or Aaliyah? Aaliyah. What's your playlist look like in the in the office? What do you guys bump in? Rufus Dussault. Huh? Do you know who Rufus Dussault is? No. Nah. No. Um, here, can I play him? Yeah. I play this all. So your office day. sounds like ultra, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Damn, people ain't, people ain't on pills and shit, right? Like, you got everyone rolling face, like, doing insurance calls and shit? <laughs> he, it's, it's not he, it's them. They are so cool because when they perform, they play live. It's like they'll play the drums oh, live, fire. the guitar live, he'll sing live. They do, like, the whole set live. That's fire. And his voice is, like, pretty good, too. But it's, like, great, like, background music. So it's either, like, Rufus to Soul and the Rufus to Soul station that'll come up on Spotify, even though I brought up Apple Music right now, mm-hmm. um, or Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> or Bad Bunny. <laughs> There's, like, no in-between. Yeah, that's hilarious. What's your playlist look like? Like my recreational playlist or, like, when I have to DJ? No, like right. yours, recreational. R&B. Okay. Some like R&B head, like, both, yeah. R&B is in a good spot right now, but yeah, yeah. In the 90s R&B is in. I, I put on a lot of 90s R&B too. Yeah. Like the throwbacks that everybody gets riled up. The thing is with me is that like I work amongst chaos, like literal yeah. chaos that like when I'm not working, I have to anchor into peace. Like I need massages once a week. I need the jacuzzi. Like I need like, bro, right downstairs. Really? Yeah. It was like God answered my prayers. Like it's right downstairs and- do you like painful massages or do you like... I'm like, sometimes, sometimes, painful, damn, you like, sometimes I like deep tissue and sometimes I like regular, but... Like, imagine, that's why, like, my posture is so bad. I sit at a desk like this for, like, four You got to get the office the on the stand-up desk vibes. Oh, we do. We just... You got the... In our, in our penthouse office. So, our new leadership that we have is actually... Is the leadership is actually my friend that brought me into the company. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't under him before. Now, he's my hierarchy, which is awesome. Like, I get to work with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And he... The moment he got us, he got us his penthouse and he got us a bunch of stand-up desks. So everybody has a stand-up desk now, which is awesome. So we're on that stand-up desk tip now. Um, But like I got got knots on knots on knots in my back. So like if I get a massage, even though it hurts, like I got to get like a deep tissue, like painful massage. Because we're like this. It's more important to like when you're in the gym, you got to do more pool stuff. Yeah. Less pool. And right here, like pec, like right here is where you got to get massage. It's more important yeah. than the back because it's tied up. You're like, because you're like this. So you have to like, you know what I'm saying? And I, they, they always work on all of that. And it's like, oh, got it. Bro, I would me so pay. <laughs> I would pay for my girl to go to massage school. Literally. Yeah. If I had a girl, I'd be like, yo, I'm paying for you to go to massage school because like, whatever um no i i get it <laughs> iced coffee or hot coffee iced coffee um you're giving me like innocent vibes i don't want to ask you crazy questions short <laughs> nails or long nails um i just think natural nails like these are my natural nails if a, if a guy I pays shorter if a guy pays for the nails he gets to pick the color right Damn, that masculine energy. Okay, I thought you were going to like, hell no, no, I'll pick my shit. No, I don't really care. Like, yeah, That's what I mean. Like, you know, like yeah. with my man, like I'm more than willing to be feminine. Appetizer or dessert? Oh, that depends. Mm. I think it depends on the restaurant, you know? What's your favorite restaurant right now? Stiltsville. What is like that? Little mom and pop. Um... Uh, it's a restaurant. It's a fish bar. So Stiltsville Fish Bar. It's on Pretty Ave, okay. right next to where Pretty Lounge used to be. Ooh. I actually went kayaking once, and then coming back from kayaking, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so hungry!" Wow. And then I look at this place called Stiltsville. I was like, mm, "Let's give it a try." Like it's right in front of the water. Like the fish must be pretty good. Ended up being like some of the best fish I've ever had in my life. You cook, or you get um, your boyfriends to I'm cook for you? Really good at cooking, but I don't have time. Yeah. And I and I do like to like 
be like feminine and nurturing mm. in that way so like if whenever i've had a right, man, right, right. Like, it makes I'll, sense. I'll order food or any or if anything just like okay now i need to feed him but i don't have time to cook so like let me just order or pick something up i eat out every day it's such a bad habit yeah same it's like literally like it's terrible um introvert or extrovert i think i'm both yeah i don't even know what's going on right now with this base <laughs> but whatever love or money love um both i don't yeah. know <laughs> mm. would you rather have the balling boyfriend who cheats or the loyal boyfriend who makes 60k a loyal boyfriend that makes 60k okay for sure um fashion or music music beamer or benz beamer condo or house if it's a house on the water, or a house. If it's you're set house. on the water, like yeah, living. Yeah. I think I am too. Yeah. So it's either condo or house on the water, whichever. Like by the ocean, the be clear, not yeah. a canal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sweet or spicy? Spicy. Mm, skiing in Aspen or parasailing in Puerto Rico? Skiing in Aspen. I've never done the the winter vibe. No, my yeah. family's from Seattle. Really? Yeah, yeah, my dad's family. They're all in Seattle, so um, pretty. That's why I got, but doing I got the, my North Face. Oh, you lit. <laughs> doing doing the winter vacation is wild by yourself, right? You can't do that one by yourself. No, 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 no. I would never. Yeah. Because no. I want to do that shit, but I have no one to go with. So I'm like, oh, do I go like skiing by myself and shit? Like, I don't. Do you have anyone to go skiing with? The thing is that I would have to go during the week. Cause I don't want to miss a weekend. You know, it's too much money I'd be missing. Like, yeah. so my schedule's the opposite of everybody. That's been my issue my whole life. You know, yeah. I tried the girlfriend that had the nine to five opposite of me. I tried the girlfriend that was in the nightlife, like me both, and it was pros and pros and cons to each. But mm, would you rather do laundry or dishes? Laundry. Order in or eat out. Order in. Smart boyfriend or funny boyfriend. Ooh, that's hard. Is the funny boyfriend like an idiot? <laughs> I mean, some would say to be someone. Some would say to be smart is to be intelligent. I mean, to be funny is to it's be to intelligent. Be, I agree. Yeah. So like, if I usually, if you're smart, you have some level of intelligence. So like, right, unless choose, you're just like a clown like, or a funny, you have. Yeah. yeah, I would choose that. Um, like rather than like a stickler, like intellectual that like has no yeah. sense of humor at all. Funny for sure. Um, series or movie? I love movies. What are you watching right now? Um, uh, Ozark. A lot of people, I never could get into it. A lot of people on it. It's kind of slow this season. I don't think a lot of people. The first season was me. slow to me. That's why I could never get into it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite show? This, this is a test question. I barely watch TV. Favorite show That's of all time. Issue. Of all time? Of all time. A show? Mm-hmm. There's one right now. This answer. is my thing. I don't really like watching TV unless it has something to do with like selling drugs. <laughs> so like I'm gonna say Narcos. Like really? all my all my all my movies are like my favorite movies have are like Scarface, Blow, fucking like, I like war movies. Paid in Full. True story, war movies. I got that from my dad. But yeah. best show of all time, Game of Thrones. See, that's another one I need to get into. That's not on Netflix, right? I can't. Uh, no, it's on HBO. I went to Winterfell in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, I don't know. That's where it took place? Yeah, yeah. So, like, they, like, the Stark family is from Winterfell in um, 
Belfast, uh, and I went to Belfast and can you do like a archery? <laughs> and I hit the bullseye. Can you do like an Irish accent? No, I could do an English accent though. I do it all the time, actually, yeah. in my office. I That's think it's fine. pretty bad, but uh, I know I am. No, it's pretty solid. <laughs> um, Irish accent's hard. Curly hair or straight hair? For me, I guess for both, on a man and on. Um, I mean, if a man's hair is long enough to like be straight or curly, I'd yeah. say curly because. Okay. It'd be weird just to have like really long straight hair. I didn't think it through that bit. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, for me, my hair is short right now, so yeah. like curly while I'm growing. You it always keep it that length, like short. Length. No, I just chopped it all off. I'm assuming, bro. This is the thing. As much as people be like, "Yo, you remind me of Eminem," I'm sure people remind you like you're Bernie Murphy. But they say you look like Bernie Murphy. I get a lot of things, a yeah. lot of just like white blonde people, and that's what people say to me, like yeah. Eminem, like bro, Eminem, like guy, right, bro. Yeah. Good one. My when I went when I. When that thing I referenced that happened in May happened, like I just felt like I needed a new identity and I just chopped off all my hair. But I've had long hair like for a really long time. I was like down here. Damn, like that? Yeah. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I'm not going to regret it because there's like a meaning behind this. It's like a new chapter for me. Are you going to let it grow or no? Yeah. I'm in the process of letting it grow, which is why I feel like I have to curl it during that like middle stage. Marriage with no kids or kids with no marriage? Kids with no marriage. I just want kids. A lot of I'd women, a lot of, a lot of you independent women are on that. Like, yo, if I don't find a guy, I'll just raise kids by myself. I've heard women I say just, that shit before. I, just, I have like really bad baby fever, but I'm very traditional and like, I gotta, I gotta yeah, have yeah, a boyfriend. Yeah. We have to like live together, make sure like we're compatible in every aspect. Right. Cause like having a boyfriend and living with a boyfriend are two very different things. Then we I've have never to, lived with somebody. Oh, I've lived with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was bad about it? Just like. I don't think anything was bad about it. I, I feel like as long as you're compatible. both like neat, like as long as no one's messy, like dirty, then, you know. The I'll biggest f- thing is how much I work in my dogs. And like dogs can be messy. Yeah, um, and back then I didn't make as much as I make now to be able to like afford. Like I, up until my um, best friend just moved in, I my dogs, I sent them to a daycare from eight in the morning until they got out of work. So they were taken care of all day. Back then I couldn't do that. Mm. Um, and now I have like a cleaning lady come too. Mm. Baxter and Bailey, they're so special. <laughs> How old are they? He's 10 and she just turned eight. Wow. So I've had them through For a everything. Yeah. yeah. That's my Those family. Those are your kids. Your yeah. dog mom. You have dog mom in your bio? Uh, no. No. <laughs> but I think oh. if you know me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about marriage right now? Like, it seems like it's I just wanna like. I want to get married for sure. You do? Yeah, I'm traditional, like still, Me like too. I want to get married. It's I, just bad. It's a bad deal for men. Why? Because everything favors women in marriage. If it doesn't, if it doesn't go up. right, really. Yeah, because I I wanted to. I I witnessed a very bad divorce. My parents' divorce lasted eight years. Ooh. It was bad. It was all about me because my brother was older. He was over mm-hmm. eighteen and money. Um, which I think is also why I like always like wanted to work so hard to have my own. Cause like, I don't ever want to fight about it. And mind you, I, right. I make a lot of money, but like, ask me how much I save. I guess that's like the good and bad thing about residual income is no matter how much I spend this month, I know what I have coming in next month right, guaranteed. Right. So like, I will give all my money away. Like somebody needs help with something. Somebody needs to borrow this. Somebody like doesn't have a pair of shoes. Somebody needs a suit. Like I, 
I I'll spend. I'm not greedy with yeah, it at yeah. all. I never want to fight about it. I think that we should both just sign a prenup. And if there is ever a split, like we're not fighting about money. Like yeah. we're gonna leave amicably. Like I'm on very good terms with both of my ex boyfriends. I'm on. I don't like being on bad terms with anybody. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to go through that war. Just if we decide to go our separate ways, right. we do so peacefully. I will always be fair. I hope I I would never marry somebody that I don't believe would do the same, you know. Right. Especially if there's a kid at stake. Mm. Like that's that's huge. Yeah, I just don't see marriage like happen like do you you prefer the public proposal or the private private proposal? Private for sure. Yeah. I don't care about like a bunch of strangers. Yeah. You. Okay. Well, Bree, thank you for pulling up. Super dope conversation. There it is, Miami on the Rocks. Bow. Oh, 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 oh,